Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that interviews artists about the art of songwriting and find out more about the life behind the songs. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee and your host for this show. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. If you're enjoying the show and you want to support the podcast, you can buy us a coffee through the website www.songwritertrists.com. Welcome to a Songwriter Trist with Ryan Bristol. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be here. We were talking before that we've actually been following and you've been helping me like ages. So it's nice to finally have this first conversation so that everyone can have this first conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, it's very surreal to finally be able to talk to you after all this time. <laughs> it's strange because we've been like following on Instagram and just I love seeing what you're doing and I'm looking forward to know the real Ryan Bristol, behind the Instagram wall. So start with, in your own words, tell everyone who are you and where do you come from? Hi, my name is Ryan Bristol, a singer-songwriter from San Diego, California. I was born and raised in San Diego, and now I am living in Los Angeles, California, pursuing a career in music. I am currently going to California Institute of the Arts for a bachelor's in the fine arts degree in voice arts performance, more broadly music. (laughs) Since I was nine, I've been singing since I was two. Music's always been my safe haven, the place that I've gone to, to express anything that I want to say and not feel judged. Mm. I was bullied for the first some like teen years of my life, elementary school through the early high school And I haven't had a lot of positive experiences with classmates and friends. I didn't until college. And I used music as like my coping mechanism. So I would write songs constantly when I was a kid and use it as my little gateway to, yeah, yeah, it's been great. Kids can be mean and kids are just the world that they live in, which is run Mm -hmm. by adults. It's so hard to see it's not the core root problem, is it? it's emulate society. Allowed you to realize you could express yourself and, and share through music. That's a good question. It always felt really organic and very natural. I've always been drawn to music. My mom would sing to me when I was still in utero. And so oh, she, she claims that she has had some... <laughs> She's been training you. (laughs) Yeah, she's been training me since before I could even speak. Yeah, she she was a huge music fan. It's when she was my age, and she still goes to concerts with me now that she's in her 50s. She takes me everywhere. It's been, it's awesome. Yeah, so she was a huge, but other than her influence, I was always drawn to the arts. I started singing at the age of two. I had a Barbie Mabba CDs, Uh, and I was just, yeah. So my thing, when I started writing my... Like I said, I was like about nine years old and I just, it was just something like silly. Like I just had a crush on this boy. And so I just wrote a song about my crush (laughs) on this boy. And that was like the first time that I had written music. I also wrote with my sister at the time. And my sister is four years younger than me. So you can imagine like a nine-year-old armed with like a 
Barbie pink notebook and like one of those pen fluff ball on the back of it. Yeah. And then yeah. my so my my five year old sister just yeah. writing songs with each other. It was always just something really fun that we did together. And then she became a drummer. So now she's my drummer. Um, she's 15 now. And I play piano, guitar, ukulele, and then I sing. And so we're like the whole family band. Then I won't let you go. The truth is I'm in Mistakes are only fiction listen to Taylor Swift when I was hidden. I was, I know me too. <laughs> I've just always been drawn to music yeah. for expression. Um, because, like, I, I went through bullying as a kid and it's so hard. Like the amount of times I would cry myself to sleep mm-hmm. and just, it's just such a hard time being a kid, a small person in a world full of so much confusion and pain. Like just yeah. want a friend. Don't you? I'm so glad you had your little sister. Yeah, it was really difficult. Really good that I had my family because I I firmly believe that I wouldn't really be who I am today without them. And I'm very grateful for what I went through because it's shaped me into the person that I am today. But really hard at the time to to register in me was that it wasn't me. It was about who it was about them and what their issues were. And they so were just wise. projecting that onto me. So wise. It's That's just incredible. a very difficult thing to to process as a kid. And even like growing up like me now, I still fall into habits of, oh, like this person isn't talking to me the way that I want them to be speaking to me, which means that this must be my fault. So I sh- I need to backpedal. But it's yeah. not. That's not the way it is. It's not. It's so not growing out world. of it hard. Yeah. We need yeah. to breed more kindness. <laughs> oh, I know. And there's so much freedom in art, isn't there? It's there will be, but it absolutely, matter. yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can judge yeah. art all you want. It's just it is what it is, and that's yeah. life. Life absolutely. is what it is. I hate that saying though, but like at the same time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an unfortunate truth. Okay, so was there a clear moment like you were doing it for fun and you like release and, and get through? bullying which is horrible and I'm so glad you had your sister and your mum there and and a safe family home to support you through that when was the age or or time I could do this as like a career this could be something I go and study full-time so it's funny because I always wanted to be a musician whenever You're a kid and like adults ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? The story changes like every three years. Mine was very consistent. 
Very. <laughs> Mine was very consistent. It was always, wow. I want to do, I want to be a musician. I want to be a singer. And so when like about, I was very nervous about like settling down with music and saying to myself, yes, I am good enough to mm. pursue this as my career. So I am extremely interested in science, specifically neuroscience. So yeah. I applied to 11 colleges yep. for music and science with the hopes of going into music therapy um, okay. because I figured that if I wasn't good enough to make it as a musician or get into music schools, I could still include music in my life because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters to me is that music is a part of my journey no matter what I'm doing. Wow. And so for me to make, but I got into all 11, three were Occidental College in Los Angeles, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, mm -hmm. and California Institute of the Arts. Getting into CalArts was a game changer because I didn't really see myself as a musician and an artist mm. until like one of the top art schools in the United States said, we see you as an artist. Wow. And that was extremely surreal to me. And so I, I chose CalArts and now Amazing. I'm there. It's a crazy cool ever. What was that? You are good enough. I, yeah, very difficult yeah. for me to come to terms with, but yes, I now believe that I am good enough and I believe it some days I have to lie to myself and tell myself that I am because you fake it until you make it, especially in the business yeah. of self-love. We all do that. We all do that. Um, oh, yeah. I'm glad. Wow. Wow. What a journey. And every single school said yes. Oh, that's. Yeah. I was actually, I was talking to someone else the other day, like sometimes a whole bunch of doors close, but a whole bunch of other doors open and you just got to go with the flow and, and walk through the doors that you feel called to walk through. Yeah. It was difficult because getting into 11 out of 11 schools was honestly, it, it's the opposite problem that a lot of people have because <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I got in everywhere. I was hoping that people would tell me that I wasn't good enough so that it would narrow my options. Yeah. But that was not the case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're too good. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be kid now, though. Like, <laughs> that is not it at all. No. I promise. They obviously see the passion. And I think for me, I guess being a little bit older now, I see that drive and passion is probably the most important thing to have at any age because it doesn't matter how intelligent you are or how much talent you have. If you have the passion to work hard, that is going to overtake any, anything else. Yeah, not worth doing. Yeah, it, it takes passion and hard work to take any small amount of talent to do anything. Yeah. It's, yeah, and I, I wanted to prove to myself and my family that I could do it. Um, mm -hmm. It's just one of those things that like I had to work so much harder than everyone else because I was in this school with so many smart people mm -hmm. and I don't come from a very academic family. I'm the only one in my family and I'm one of five children. I'm the only one with a degree, but I, I had to work like I, just to pass the degree and not even get great marks. Whereas yeah. I was surrounded by people who would piss around Bob and live at home with their parents and they just did whatever they It was very challenging. Yeah. Yeah, I I that. Who put in the hard work. You know? I agree. I yeah. agree. It's beautiful. So what is it that you want to, now that you are classifying yourself artist, is there something that you always put into your music or you're always considering 
what you're putting into your art and what you want people to get out of it? So with the music that I write, I consistently write from personal experience. I feel very drawn to speaking my truth and giving other people the space to relate to it. And if they don't, that's fine. It's art. You can like it. You cannot like it. That's how it works. But I always speak my truth because there have just been so many situations in which I have felt that I have been stifled and I've not been able to speak my truth. So I use music as that. Wow. That's good. I think that's what we need. We need people to relate to, to make us feel like it's okay to be human. Yeah. Mm. And that's, we're not all the same, because, but that's what makes life amazing. Absolutely. Unique. <laughs> yeah. But inherently experience the same things. Yes, okay. yes. So what about co-writing and working with other artists and collaborating? Have you done much of that yet? What's your experience with it? So I had never been in the room with other artists, let alone collaborated with them until college. And then the pandemic hit halfway through second semester of my first year. And so we all got taken aback and we all had to go home. And so all the things that I was collaborating with people with got put on hold. Now that I'm back living near school, I have been working on a couple of songs with a friend of mine and it's super fun. I haven't done a ton of collaboration, but into new projects and I'm always open to sharing the musical space because there is very much so enough space for everybody in the arts. Isn't there? No matter what people say. Yeah. I still laugh when bad. I'm like <laughs> I'll do I it. Thanks though. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say when you say that sort of stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Projection of limited. Absolutely. You have to be a little bit crazy to think it's, it's, it needs to be on the resume. Yes. Craziness to, yeah. to really want to go out there for people to judge you. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and throw all of their projections of insecurities and doubts onto you as, as a person that is vulnerable and sharing, but it's such a brave thing to do. Yeah. So well done. Thank you. <laughs> because I know that you're learning a lot at the moment. What would you say that the best advice is that you've ever been given? Ooh, that's a good question. The best advice I've ever been Hmm. As it relates, rear, I haven't had much coaching. Mm-hmm. It said to me regarding my music in recent years, is just that I should do what I want to do and that the people that care about me will always be there to support me on that journey, which has been a really valuable thing to learn mm-hmm. that I have people that have my back through all of this, specifically my family. My mom and my dad have definitely a huge impact on my confidence with music yeah. because they just trust me and they believe in what I, more than I ever have, I'll tell you that much. Everyone needs Yeah. So they're always looking out for me, um, always making sure I'm not getting scammed. And uh, Which happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think it's sometimes we can be finding That's probably trust. the best thing. Yeah. yeah. Trusting people is very difficult in general, let yeah. alone the music industry. Yeah. <laughs> what about just in life? What's sort of a motto that you, or you try to help you make decisions when you're making um, choices on a daily basis? I, grew up in a household where my mom was always extremely supportive and my dad would have, and my, I would have like 
small panic attacks as a kid because of the things that I went through. And I still have them sometimes something that my mom would always pass. And mm. I think that's a, like a very beautiful thing. My mom said that to me too. Oh and yeah. One day. <laughs> and I, I like to say that I follow don't take life too seriously once, but I definitely do not. I am a very goal oriented human being and it gives me immense amounts of anxiety, like not completing yeah. something. So uh, I'm too. working on it. Good. <laughs> the house would be half painted and this project would be half started or there'd be stuff like mm. there'd be things in the corner that someone bought to do something, but then never did it. And so the stuff's mm. sitting there, like a recipe sitting to make a cake, but the cake never gets made. <laughs> I think I'm quite um, traumatized by all the half finished things that I grew up around. That, yeah, I like getting things done now. Uh, that's funny. Okay. If you could go back and talk to yourself, and I want to about the bullying as well and that, what you went through and how you threw that. If you could travel back in time and go and speak to yourself when you were going through that as a child, what advice would you give to yourself? If I could talk to baby Ryan, she would just be infatuated with me. She would be so <laughs> proud. I never imagined that I would be where I am. If I, nothing anybody has said to her has been about her. It's always been other people's projections of self-doubt and self-hatred and their home life that they've brought to her because for some reason she has become a target for a lot of hatred. <laughs> but I would just want her to know that it gets better and that she is stronger than she thinks she is. Because I definitely, looking back, am so immensely proud of myself for living through everything that I've lived through in my short 19 years of life. Can live it fast. Yeah. I think that's a really good message for everyone, is that no matter who you are or where you're at, whatever you're going through, you're strong enough and it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to see that in the moment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you have to believe it to hold on, to keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's, I think as humans, like we, we don't know how long and how resilient Mm -hmm. until we have to be. Mm -hmm. And life, life throws us these challenges and we think that we would never be able to cope with certain situations until we're stuck right in the middle of them and all of a sudden mm-hmm. we find the strength from somewhere yeah. and it's mm-hmm. and it's magical to me but like, that we have that inbuilt into us because yeah there's so much hor- so many horrible things that we have to go through with each other but also just the world and oh how would we mm-hmm. get through if we didn't have something to hold on to yeah yeah all right, Lispirations. If you could okay. co-write with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Sean Colvin and Mary Chapin Carpenter, without a doubt. Okay, I have no <laughs> idea who either of those people are. Who, who are they? And is, this just, is this because I'm Australian or I'm just naive? They are American singer-songwriters. They are both amazing songwriters. I saw them in concert. Pandemic happened like probably a month and a half before everything. They were one of the last people that I saw, Barry Manilow, right after them. They, like best friends now, they're both amazing singer-songwriters. And 
they got up on stage and were just laughing with each other. And they were like, oh, here's another depressing song for you. You shouldn't have come here if you didn't want to be depressed. And I just, <laughs> I love humor. Like I just yeah. love, I love stories and powerful stories. Wow. That's exciting. So what do I, how do I find their songs so that I can go and follow guys too? Because I love stories and I love sad songs. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, they're great. I, will DM, I can totally DM you yeah. their names. I will do that after. That would be, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll put a link into the description of the podcast so everyone else can go have a look as well. Um, What's your favorite song of theirs? I'll, look, I'll listen to uh, Sean Colvin's On the Avalanche. Oh, that's such a it's great a title. Great name, oh my god, that just makes me want to quit being a songwriter right there. Who comes up I with know. a that's an amazing title? I know, isn't it? Wow, great? wow. Okay, that's step it up. <laughs> yeah, she's great. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. Okay, tell me. Okay, let's talk about your music. What's your favorite song that you've released? Ooh, I've only released two songs, so a lot of I my know. favorite songs are unreleased. Yeah, coming. My, I'm working on <laughs> because of the pandemic, everything's like playing it by ear. Yeah, things are happening. I am making music. I promise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. I'm working on an uh, album or an EP. I'm not sure which it's going to be yet. It's going that is going to mimic becoming robotically emotional, like feeling like you need to produce emotion to create, necessarily feeling that emotion yourself. I think it's robotic, artificial intelligence and artificial emotion. Yes. So deep, but Mm. out of all of the songs that I've written, I have one called gold that I feel very drawn to. And one I just wrote called parts. And that Mm. one's really cool too. Cool. Thinking you're going to, you don't know at the moment when your songs are going to come out in new ones. Not within the next three months. Fair enough. (laughs) It takes time. It wasn't until I became an... I I used to listen to interviews of people who did music and I didn't know why. They'd be like, this has been two years in the making or three years in the making or years in the making. And now being it and doing it and seeing that it can sometimes take five years for a song to get from like the piece of paper you write it on to online. (laughs) I think it is getting quicker. Some people do it really quick. It's a process. It's just... Yeah. They escape when they want to escape. Yeah, it's a process yeah. and it requires resources. Mm. And if you want to make the music with other people, you need to make sure those other people are ready to do that with you, mm. especially now during what's going on with the world. Yeah. It's, what is you got lockdown and when are you thinking? I have no earthly idea. I have been trapped inside for almost a year to the day. I have wow. not left my house because... I don't want this thing. I don't want to get sick and I don't want to jeopardize the lives of the people that I love and care about. Yeah. A lot of people over here don't have that same thought process. So at the moment, California has been completely opened. There's no more travel ban. There's no more closed. Nothing's go anywhere in doing. Opened up travel again and the mask mandate it's, it's terrible. It's really bad over here. In Elm, there's over 1 million cases of COVID-19. Wow. I'm lucky. I'm getting vaccinated. Okay. I say, because the vaccines have rolled out over there, is that kind of why you think things are opening up again? Because they've learned how to treat COVID. That is, def- that is definitely vaccine. not why. That's no? definitely not why. Yeah. Oh. No, a lot of places in, in, in California, at least, because our some 
called. And so to prevent that from happening, he has decided to open California. There's just a lot of anger amongst, very divisive over here right now. There's not a lot of love and support. There's, yeah, it's crazy. Where is the love? Yeah, we've got to... Seriously, where is it? I'd like to know. Yeah, and there have been times when countries have been really divided amongst themselves. And yet I really do think that music and, and art is the one thing that connects us together and reminds us that we need to have love for each other and compassion Mm-hmm. And you can only have conflict. This is like something I learned doing like corporate conflict resolution. Yeah. But it's such a truth is that you can only have conflict if there is a common goal. And if we right. remember that our common goal is to live in harmony with each other, mm-hmm. our common goal is to have society and to be able to, we don't have to, you know, be best friends with everyone, but we, we want to be able to live in uni- unity together yes and and work together to create a better world for for everyone for our children and and be productive and common goal and we like we want an earth that is sustainable and all these sorts of things so that we can survive and we can live uh, with wealth and and have a good life but it will have different views on what that looks like and how that works and and then we can get caught up in that what's better I think what's best is best it's like the ego takes over and then we forget the common goal we, we forget it's just like this person's that person in mm-hmm. and we forget that guys like we're we're all here for the same reason we're all on this earth and we all have the same common goal that we want to live peacefully and we sometimes forget that and just get go of right and who's wrong absolutely we need more artists in the world people who can live freely and be so vulnerable and brave as you I are i agree I was I not brave enough at 19 to, to do what you're doing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I proud of myself for growing as much as I have to, to today. And I like, I am very excited to mm. continue growing. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure you, <laughs> make sure you keep us up to date with all your stuff. And I'm going to put the links and your Spotify and everything so that people sh- will go and follow you. Yes, and please. that way we'll find out exactly when all your new stuff comes out. I'm just going to continue to be your little Australia and just support Aww. your music and wish you all the best because I think what you're doing is beautiful. And I'm so glad that you had people believe in you because you are so good enough to be doing what Thank you're doing. You. Not even a question of whether you're good enough, but you're so <laughs> worthy to you're worth doing what you love. And Absolutely. That's the most beautiful thing I can see anyone do. So put up. Thank you. And thank um, you, thank yeah, you. is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish up? I have we'll nothing see. else really to add. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accidental run. That I, do when I like need to like think about something. I like, it's <laughs> an accident. <laughs> I've been told that I do that and I forget that I do it and I run out of things to say. That's right. My life's a musical head. I'll be doing grocery shopping and it's like, I need some peas. To do. <laughs> Don't forget the milk. <laughs> I understand that. I walk through the grocery store and I'm like silently singing off and I swear people think I'm crazy. But I'm not. I'm not. I am. I just own it. I'm like, I, and I have three children, so it's also my job to embarrass my children. So I'll oh, be like, course. "Go get the milk, baby." Yeah, why have to proud. embarrass them? Of course, that's my job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep up with you. I'm going. Everyone's going to follow, listen to your music, and we'll chuck it up in the Spotify playlist we have for songwriters as well, and put you in the mix awesome. there. But 
Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I will definitely reach out when I say it's next. And if you ever come to Australia. Yes, please. Oh, yes. You will be the first person I DM (laughs) to Australia. (laughs) We'll go to a beach and we'll just write something. Yes. (laughs) That'd be great. That would be fun. Thanks for joining our songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website, songwritertrists.com. No